All right, what is up, everybody? Good afternoon. You're listening to Villanova Football on V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and this is WXVU's Villanova Football pregame show. Start off by breaking down each of the team's seasons so far. We have Villanova 3-3 three and three right now, playing a home game in front of their fans at homecoming weekend against Albany, who are 1-5, and 0-3 and in CAA play, while... Villanova's 1-2, and two. so we're going to start off breaking down each of the team's seasons so far and some of their key players before moving into some predictions for the game today. Again, game is at 3.30, so right after we'll jump into WXVU's play-by-play coverage of the game. We'll also be back for halftime and post-game analysis. So starting off with Villanova, I think it's safe to say that you know it's been a bit bumpy for just the team so far they've you know struggled I think to you know meet the expectations that they were set I mean beginning of the year preseason predictions came out preseason poll for the CAA and Villanova was projected to repeat and win the conference but so far they're fourth to last they're 10th in the CAA so far one and two three and three overall you know they started out they looked pretty good you know they took down Lehigh Long Island University lost to Army but you know, arm. You know that was you know a game. I think that you know Villanova were massive underdogs in, and then kind of just the wheels fell off a little bit. You know they you know had a tough loss against Monmouth. You know Monmouth scored 49 points, and the 42 points from Villanova wasn't enough to get them the win there. They had a really nice win against Maine, and we'll talk about that later. You know a lot of key players really played well, and they're going to have to show off some similar performances if they want to help Villanova get the win, get the win today. Move to two and two in the CAA, and then. Really, last week was another tough loss on the road against Richmond, 20-10. to 10. And kind of just to elaborate on that game, right, you know, they lost 20-10 to 10 on the road. It was actually their ninth straight FCS road game. Like, their ninth straight FCS road game winning streak was snapped, right? So Richmond really did something that, you know, a lot of teams haven't been able to do against Villanova, right? You know, usually Villanova just goes on the road. Any other FCS team, they beat them. Not this time. Is Richmond, you know, dominated and particularly in the running game right then that's going to be one I think the key matchups is going to be you Albany they struggle a lot defending the run Villanova you know um or excuse me Villanova uh struggles defending the run sorry uh, for any uh, CAA team and we saw that with the uh, Richmond Spiders they ran for 220 yards against them and that really ended up hurting them right after you know the starting quarterback Connor Watkins ended up scoring a touchdown on a run in the first quarter, you know, and they got a little field goal, you know, in the middle of the first quarter is 10 to 7, or excuse me, second quarter is 10 to 7, but that was really it for Villanova scoring. Next eight possessions, punted four times, turned it over on downs, missed field goal, lost a fumble, threw an interception, basically just everything you do not want to do, right? Uh, Really only had 140 yards of offense the last eight times it had the ball. So it was definitely a tough day in terms of just moving just the offense down the field, right? Connor Watkins, 11 for 26, 146 yards. Had just one play of 30 yards. And, you know, when we're, you know, when we'll get into more like the key players for Villanova, that's going to be something that, you know, that's his bread and butter. That's what he thrives on. He's not somebody like a dink and dunk quarterback, like a West Coast offense. He's more, I want the big play downfield. I need the 15 to 20 yards, as we'll see later. A lot of the metrics, you know, he's one of the top guys at those you know 20 to 30 yard pass plays in terms of attempts and completions right also was sacked four times and 11 negative yardage plays so definitely a tough day for the Wildcats and definitely something that um that they will um that that they're going to try to uh hopefully uh make up for here 
today, right? And I think one more thing that was remarkable was that Richmond, you know, final note on the game, like last week before, you know, breaking down some key players, you have, you know, Richmond was the seventh-ranked FCS passing team, and it really wasn't working in the beginning. It was 10-7. to They just pivoted to the run, and, you know, they're not really known for their running, and they still put up an absurd stat line on Villanova's run defense. So that's definitely going to be key. Obviously, I think some positives, you know, and we'll get to this, I think, a little more later. You know, you had uh, Villanova linebacker Shane Hartzell, right? He was a redshirt freshman, had 15 tackles on the year, two tackles for a loss, right? His previous career high was seven tackles. He's definitely going to be a big key if, you know, the uh, the run defense really wants to uh, stifle this, you know, Albany running attack, which is pretty good. We'll get to it later. Um, but now kind of moving in just to some of the, you know, the notables, the key players, the guys that, you know, definitely will be some uh, guys to watch here for today. First off, you have Jerron Hayek. You have, you know, the CAA football preseason honorable mention this past season. Last year he was named to the CAA football third team offense. And overall he's just, you know, explosive, just, you know, an incredibly explosive wide receiver. I think that, you know, he's somebody that, you know, you just don't want to see matched up one-on-one. I think that that's definitely, you know, a huge mistake if you're if you're U Albany. I mean, he was named Offensive Player of the Week for, you know, that – I mean, remember that performance against Maine? Five catches, 159 yards, four touchdowns. That's the third player in program history to do that. Most by CAA and FCS player this year. Also had the fourth longest play in Villanova history. The list just goes on and on. 100-plus receiving yards in uh, – uh, 100-plus yards in uh, – in four of his first six games against 6'1", 195, but plays a little bit taller, you know, very lengthy, right? Had a great game against Lehigh. Just, you know, things just continue, you know, like he's just a dominant, you know, he's clearly, I think, the number one option, you know, in this passing attack, and they're going to need him to, uh, to str- uh, uh, they're definitely going to need him to um, have a big game to take down the Great Danes of U Albany, right? You know, second among all FCS players in both receiving yards per game and yards perception, right? 109.3 for game, for the game and 24.3 per reception. So 10 receptions to 20 yards or longer. I mean, you know, and he fits right into, now, you know, we'll talk about the quarterback a bit. Connor Watkins has had a solid year, really is one bugaboo has been the turnovers, you know, 11 touchdowns, you know, 1,208 passing yards, 61 point, uh, a 61% completion percentage, but nine interceptions. Has struggled to kind of keep the ball from the opposing team, right? Had four picks against LIU. Luckily, they won that game. But two against Army and two against Monmouth, right? So ball security is going to be very huge, especially since, you know, if, you know, the Villanova run defense is struggling. Every drive on the offensive side of the ball is going to matter a lot more. And, you know, you got to just, you know, you got to focus. You can't be turning the ball over that much. Um, but you know, he, but again, you know, we talked about earlier, he loves the big play, loves just, you know, loves to, uh, throw the deep ball, right? You know, top total offensive yards per play shows up in that statistic for the CAA four times. He's not the top guy, but it just shows that he does this consistently. 16.1 at Lehigh, 14.1 against Maine, 12.4 at LIU, 11 at Monmouth, fourth highest pass yards per attempt, right? You know, uh, you know, second nationally in yards per pass attempt. He just, you know, he just kind of puts it on and on and on. And he's also 6'3", 225. So he's not just a, oh, I'm going to stand in the pocket and throw. He's also, oh, I can run and, you know, I can get out of the pocket and, you know, when needed, if you know, if a play breaks down. So it'll definitely be a key. The big key, I think, looking for this is that when Watkins is sacked three or more times, Villanova's 0-2. 
when he throws two or more touchdowns, Villanova's 3-0. and When his completion percentage is 60% or more, Villanova's 3-0. and So those are kind of just things to look out for. The offensive line's definitely going to... I think they'll have a favorable matchup. You Albany second to last in just getting sacks. So that looks pretty good for Villanova, but we'll definitely see. Uh, we'll see about Jalen Jackson, right? Jalen Jackson, you know, was suited up in the Richmond game, did not play. Status, you know, still questionable, could play, right? Had that great game against Monmouth, three touchdowns, second most points by a single player in the CAA, right? Seventh in rushing yards this season, uh, you know, ninth most all-purpose yards, or excuse me, 15th in all-purpose yards this season, the ninth most all-purpose yards in that monster game he had against Monmouth. You know, really just, you know, 5'9", 220, somebody that's just a bruiser, somebody that, you know, just, you like, you don't want to, try and go and tackle right um he's just you know he's he's just a violent runner he's just a you know he's somebody that you know can break tackles somebody that can really just you know run the ball uh you know down your throat right and you see that you know just a lot right and you know another big running back you know d will barley right uh so far in the season two touchdowns right 306 yards he's you know again you know, Jalen Jackson's been the main guy, but, you know, he's gotten his opportunities. Tenth in rushing yards this season, right? You have three guys in the top ten in rushing for Villanova, which, you know, you have seventh, ninth, and tenth all locked up by Villanova running backs, so that'll definitely be a big key. Um, again, going after the second-worst rushing defense. I think one more guy, too, you know, we talked about it. You know, obviously Des Boykin will be big. You know, second-team offense last year. You know, somebody that is a real deep threat guy one catch 60 yards against LIU 78 yards two catches against Lehigh so that'll definitely be um you know he'll definitely be someone to look out for five nine one ninety five speedy very hard to catch Shane Hartzell right 15th in the CAA with tackles 22nd in sacks he forced a fumble this year you know and you also have Ethan Potter he's a sophomore safety he's the team's leading return tackler right had 11 tackles in that dominant win against Maine uh, you know, 18th in tackles in the CAA, right? Kayshawn, uh, 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 Kayshawn Schulters, seventh most passes defended, has really good football IQ. You know, Anthony Montero, you know, a lot of these guys are going to really have to pick up this Villanova defense, you know, because, you know, they have struggled a little bit, especially, you know, with the Monmouth performance, you know. It, uh, you know, if you get into a shootout and you really want to hold the team down, uh, you know, like stop the opposing offense from scoring, it'll definitely fall squarely, I think, on those guys' shoulders, so that's kind of what we're expecting for Villanova. Now kind of looking at U Albany, right? Second to last in the CAA. You know, hasn't been a good year, I think, you know, you'd say probably. But 11 straight of their losses have been side by seven points or less. I haven't won on the road since spring 2021, but they, you know, they keep a lot of games close. And part of that's because their off, pa- passing offense is dynamic. They have the top passing offense, sixth in offensive efficiency, right? You know, they have, you know, fifth rushing offense, right? And they're coming off really a tough loss. Homecoming weekend for them at Hampton. They led 24-10 to 10 at the half, were scored 21-7 to 7 in the second half, lost on a failed two-point conversion. Definitely tough, but, again, this team's scary. This team is scary, and I think that people are like, oh, we're going to, you know, oh, this will be an easy game for Villanova to get back to 2-2. Two and two. I think you would be dead wrong. You know, Albany has shown their ability to kind of stay in games, and part of that's because of Reese Poffenbarger, he was named CAA Rookie of the Week for the fourth time this year, right? Somebody that, you know, again, his best game of the season against Fordham threw for over 400 yards, three touchdowns, right? Was put on the Jerry Rice Award watch list, was named, you know, again, the FedEx Ground FCS National Freshman Player of the Week. The accolades just keep, 
you know, just keep piling up. Leads the CEA and pa- CAA and passing. And no FCS quarterback without an interception just throw more attempts and more touchdowns than other than Poffenbarger. And you also have Todd Sibley, the grad student, former Pitt running back. This is, I think, probably a huge matchup again against the Villanova run defense. How good is he going to play? Has been on absolute tear. Third best score in the CAA. Good pass catcher too. Fourth in all purpose yards. Something to look out for as well. Most touchdown score by a single player in, the, in a CAA game this season. Again, in that 48-45 loss to Fordham. Again. You know they're you know they have some really great talent. They just you know just you know have struggled to win games, and it just makes you you know wonder if they put it all together, they could potentially you know make this one interesting. You have Thomas Greeny as well, the top tight end in the CAA, leads all CAA tight ends in receiving yards, catches, and touchdowns. Fifth, you know fifth just overall in receiving, right? And being a tight end, you know you know like you have to block, and you know like your main priority isn't just catching you know, balls and, you know, trying to make big plays. It's also about in the run game. So that's really impressive. You have Roy Alexander as well, the 15th best overall receiver in the CAA, fourth most all-purpose yards by a player against Fordham, and, you know, the fourth most return yards in a single game against, you know, Fordham as well. You also have Julian Hicks, 17th best overall receiver in the CAA. But, again, the big bugaboo for, you know, Albany right, is – you know, you look at defensive efficiency numbers, they are not very good. 12th in defensive efficiency, last in opposing first downs, last in opposing third downs. You know, it's going to be tough, but it's going to rest on these guys. You have Jackson Ambush, who's named to the preseason All-CAA team. Dylan Kelly, you know, somebody that, you know, a sophomore linebacker could, you know, spur uh, spur on this UAlbany defense. They both rank in the conference top 10 in tackles. A.J. Missler, someone to look out for as well, 23rd in tackles. Elijah Hills, even though this team struggles to sack, they, um, you know, he's 18th in sacks. And same thing with A.J. Simon, right? And the pass defense isn't much better either, but you also have Isaac Duffy, who's 17th in passes defended. So it's really just all about, you know, overall the unit as a whole has struggled, but, you know, if we are going to get some good performances from really either of these defenses, it'll probably be a pretty offensive heavy game. It'll just fall squarely, I think, on these, you know, individual performers' shoulders. So that's really kind of the breakdown for both teams. Now, finally, for my pick of the game, you know, how I just think it's going to go overall. You know, I've talked, I think, at nauseum about how important it is that Villanova's run defense needs to stop uh, Todd Sibley, right, former hit running back but I also think that you know Villanova I think that you know they did show some good signs against Richmond you know I may have been a little you know I think pessimistic you know you had Shane Hartzell at 15 tackles Ethan Potter had 11 4.5 tackles for loss for each I mean that doesn't look good for Todd Sibley if I'm Todd Sibley here in that you know I'm probably a little worried you know they had still held the Spiders more than 100 yards below their average total offense and you know they've like the, uh, yeah, basically, long story short, the defense, you know, even though it wasn't amazing and they let up, you know, a bunch of yards, you know, Richmond is an offensive powerhouse. They got it done with the running. They actually did pretty well compared to other teams, even though it still wasn't good enough to, you know, pull off the win. So overall, kind of just based off of that, because both offenses are pretty similar. You know, they both put up a lot of points and it'll be an offensive heavy game. It's who has the better defense. I think it's Villanova's. I think U Albany's has really struggled, but I think, you know, we've seen with Villanova, you know, in, in some games, you know, like earlier this year, you know, and it, you know, their win against Maine, you know, they had um you know, they had a pick six in the game against Maine, you know, that you know, that they can get it done, right? U Albany really hasn't had those sparks where the defense is better. So I'm picking the team with the better defense. I'm picking Villanova 
I'll say probably by 10, I'd say like 30 to 20, something like that. So that is going to do it for the pregame show for uh, for WXVU, just about a couple minutes until game time. Again, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, keep it right here for play-by-play action and also keep it here for halftime and postgame. So uh, we'll see you guys.